You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily Penn State Nittany Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Nittany Lions. I'm your host, Stephen Pianovich. It is Monday, November 12th, Penn State, now 7-3 and three after a 22-10 odd score kind of an odd game but a 22 to win 10 win for Penn State over Wisconsin this weekend certainly a win the Nittany Lions will take uh over the Badgers the struggling once highly ranked Badgers who are not going to win the Big Ten West and not going to do anything significant this season despite large expectations but it was a good win for Penn State wasn't the greatest football game ever windy afternoon there at Beaver Stadium, but it was a win, and after a 35-point loss to Michigan, it was a win that felt very good. We are going to break down that game on today's show in our Monday Rewind. We will have our three segments coming up here of what we saw, what we heard, and what it means for Penn State moving forward with just two regular season games left. Penn State uh, goes to Rutgers this weekend goes to Piscataway to face a very bad Rutgers team. That game will kick at noon. Penn State did make that announcement on Sat- or on Sunday morning. Uh, so that game's at noon this week. Just two regular season games left for Penn State. Uh, but And we will uh, we'll talk about the Rutgers game a little later in the week, but today's show, again, will be focused on Wisconsin, and we will focus on what we saw in our first segment. So let's dive into that here. So what we saw on Saturday, we saw Penn State dominate on defense and dominate on the ground when the team had the ball. Let's start an offense there where Miles Sanders showed up again. Hey, remember Miles Sanders, who has been very good when Penn State uses him a lot this year? Well, Penn State used him a lot on Saturday, and he put up big numbers and was a key difference in why Penn State was able to somewhat easily win this game. Uh, it was great to see that Penn State, despite a handful of odd play calls at times, gave him the ball 23 times. That was a career high for him, and uh, it came after he had a season low of just seven carries against Michigan last week. So it was nice for uh, Sanders to get the ball and get going. He turned those 23 carries into 159 yards, which is an average of 6.9 yards per carry, which is exceedingly good he also had a touchdown (laughs) Penn State only had two of them on Saturday so that was that was great for him he was a big part of this offense which kept the ball on the ground against a Wisconsin front seven that is not up to the usual par of Wisconsin front seven so Sanders was able to find holes and get a lot of just good solid carries in this game he was a star of Penn State's offense on Saturday, and now he has a thousand yards for the season. Miles Sanders up over the a thousand yard mark at a thousand seven rushing yards. He's averaging six point one yards per carry this season, and you just hope that this means that he'll continue to be a prominent part of the game plans because it was refreshing to see that he that they went to him that much, and because at, at times they have head scratchingly not done so. So they got Miles Sanders the ball a lot on. Saturday in a windy kind of grinded out both teams wanted to run the ball uh, kind of game and Penn State had 
I don't know if they had the better running back because Jonathan Taylor is really good, but they had the better offensive line and, and they were able to get way more of a push and make way more of a, of a difference there. And uh, basically, he he only scored once. Miles Sanders only had one touchdown, but he was a huge reason that Penn State considerably outgained Wisconsin and also a big reason why Penn State held the ball for 34 minutes, which is a good, you know, they if you have the ball for eight more minutes than the other team, that's a good way to know that you can win the game. Uh, Trace McSorley was better. Not really a high bar, he said at Michigan last week, but just five completions. But he was much better on Saturday. He was 19 for 25, had a touchdown, took care of the ball, looked a little more mobile. The knee, the knee looked pretty good. And uh, it looks like he's going to have, he'll have the chance to win his, or to win his last four games at Penn State and close out his career on a higher note than he had last, last couple of months. The last month has been here. So uh, we're probably going to see Tommy Stevens in some weird, not weird packages, but his Tommy Stevens packages moving forward. But it seems like Trace is going to be the guy getting the snaps for Penn State at quarterback. And uh, also, hopefully they don't use Tommy Stevens when they're trying to just run out the clock because that, geez, that almost turned into a disaster at the end of the game. Uh, moving on to defense, man, Penn State's defensive line was just phenomenal in this game. That unit has been very good. I think Pessy's defense would be in the bottom third of the Big Ten if it was without this defensive line that has made great strides since the first couple weeks of the season. Um, They've been very impressive consistently for this team. Maybe Saturday might have been their best game just as a unit. Penn State had five sacks in the game. All five of them came from defensive linemen. Two sacks for Robert Windsor, a native of Wisconsin, a big game for him. Two for Sharif Miller, who continues to look like an elite all big 10 defensive end and a one for Yatro gross matos has also put together a very fine season for himself um Pesci's defensive line was great at getting after the quarterback when wisconsin threw the ball and they were also part of a, a penn state game plan which knew that wisconsin wanted to run the ball a lot and they were able to help clog up the box and aside from a 70 yard touchdown run from jonathan taylor which came four minutes into the game. That wasn't great. But basically after that, Penn State's defense was really good uh, at taking care of the run. They and, and then they made life, as I mentioned, difficult for Jack Cohn, who was Wisconsin's starting quarterback in place of Alex Hornibrook and who looked very much like a backup quarterback. And that's a little bit of, of just circumstance for Wisconsin, but also a, a testament to Penn State and making him very uncomfortable. Yeah, if you look at it, Outside of that 71-yard touchdown run for Taylor on early in the game, Wisconsin had less than 200 yards of offense. So Penn State made one mistake, let one play get away from him. But other than that, Penn State clogged up the box, made Wisconsin throw the ball a lot, and Wisconsin couldn't do it. So again, that was good to see. Penn State's defensive line and Miles Sanders were superb. Uh, you know, not the biggest stage. Uh, this way, uh, Wisconsin comes kind of limping into this game, but it was still a, a nice win for Penn State. It was a boring game <laughs> at times. It was a lot of uh, a lot of field goal attempts and not that many touchdowns. And it uh, it's funny. It probably felt I actually knows Wisconsin fans, and it the game probably felt out of reach to them the whole time because Penn State was up by nine points, twelve points for most of the game especially in the second half. And I'm sure Wisconsin fans with the way their season's going felt like the Badgers never really had a chance. 
And I'm sure Penn State fans, with the way their season's going, felt that Penn State was going to cough up this lead at any moment, and including that that fumble by Stevens in the waning minutes there, which was troublesome, to say the least. But Penn State's defense never broke. They uh, kept Wisconsin off the board at the end. They played a great game. Miles Sanders looked good. And uh, it wasn't, you know, not the, the prettiest win or, or the best win or the most memorable win for Penn State, but it was a win. And after the Michigan fiasco, it was something that Penn State's players and their fans needed. All right. So that is what we saw on Saturday at Beaver Stadium in Penn State's 22-10 win over Wisconsin. We have to step away for a quick break, but when we come back, we'll break down what we heard after the Nittany Lions' seventh win of the season. Stay with us here on Locked On Nittany Lions. Welcome back to the show. We're getting into what we heard after Penn State's 12-point win over Wisconsin on a windy Saturday at Beaver Stadium. Uh, one guy I mentioned in the last segment who obviously uh, had, had some things to say about it and, and some good things to say is Robert Windsor, a native of Wisconsin, never ended up playing for the Badgers, though he wanted to. Uh, here are some of the things he said. That these are quotes they gave to Audrey Snyder at The Athletic. He said, I grew up always wanting to be a Badger, but it's just not how it played out, and I don't regret anything. He also mentioned, as a D-line, we always want to win the game. We always want the game to be on us. That's our mentality. And clearly, uh, that was the case for Penn State on on Saturday, where their defensive line either helped stuff the run or made Wisconsin's quarterback uncomfortable trying to throw the ball and you know, made a backup quarterback, too, which is hugely important. A backup quarterback on the road in a very windy environment. They made life hard for him. It was already going to be hard, but they, they made it worse. Uh, and Windsor was a huge part of that. He, he's been a kind of a breakout for Penn State at defensive tackle. And uh, a nice nice for him to be able to do that against his hometown team. It also sounds like uh, his family is going to enjoy this. One more quote from him that he told Audrey at Snyder of The Athletic. He said, quote, uh, they like to put it on the house and let it fly. He was talking of the, Wisconsin, or the Penn State flags. He said, let everyone know, hey, we beat you guys. So Robert Windsor's family will be flying their Penn State flag proudly in the Dairy State this week, letting the neighbors know that in 2018, much like in 2016, Penn State is better than Wisconsin. Uh, Windsor also got some praise from James Franklin. Uh, I'm going to play just a quick clip from uh, Franklin's press conference here. He talked about Windsor, talked about Sanders, and uh, how Penn State kind of won the things that it wants to win every week in the match against the Badgers. Here's Franklin. Very, very fortunate to get a big win against a, against a really good opponent in Wisconsin. You know, I think the story of the game is we kind of won all the things that we talk about you know, weekly. Uh, you know, Drive-start battle, we, you know, we won that. The turnover battle, we won that, which I think was critical today. The penalty battle, very disciplined. We only had three penalties in the game, we won that. And then explosive play battle, we won that as well. I think we can be more explosive offensively, but uh, I think that's the story of the game. When you're able to do those things, you're going to have a chance to be successful. Um, you know, a couple things that stood out: Miles Sanders uh, surpassed a thousand rushing yards for the season, uh, so that was great. Uh, you know, 14 straight winning season here. 
And then Robert Windsor, you know, career high, two sacks. You know, he's from Wisconsin. I know he's in the locker room talking about, you know, his mom flying back to Wisconsin and, and how happy she is. So uh, we're happy to get a win. Uh, we'll enjoy it for the night. Things, obviously, that we got to get cleaned up. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but I'm going to enjoy the win and then obviously wake up tomorrow morning and get started on our next opponent. So, yeah, there were a lot of things to, like, the score, and, and the score probably should have been more lopsided. It should have been bigger than 12. I think Penn State really did outplay Wisconsin in this game. And uh, of this, like a, a, after the Michigan game, this was by far the biggest marquee opponent that they're going to play, which is Wisconsin or which is Rutgers and Maryland left. So it was good to Penn, for Penn State to take care of them, and maybe they can have some more one-sided wins in the last two weeks here. Um, one last thing I want, uh, wanted to note, this was from Franklin. Uh, who praised also praised Micah Parsons later in his press conference. Micah Parsons getting a lot of time as a true freshman, like was really playing a lot in place of Koa Farmer at, at one of the outside linebacker spots on on Saturday. And it seems like he's going to get a lot of playing time in the next couple weeks. Parsons had seven tackles on Saturday. Here's what Franklin said, quote, he just, he just keeps getting better and he just continues to keep building trust with the coaching staff, end quote. So it sounds like we're going to see a lot more Micah Parsons in the next few weeks. Uh, which is good for Penn State to get some of these freshmen, especially a guy like Parsons who has burned his red shirt, to get him a lot of time and comfortability because it looks like he could be a three-year starter at Penn State if he sticks around. All right, so that's what we heard after Penn State's 22-10 to win over Wisconsin on Saturday. I'm going to step away for another quick break, but when we come back, we'll, have, we'll break down what Penn State's win over Wisconsin means for the program moving forward. Stay with us here on Locked On Nittany Lions. Welcome back to Locked on Nittany Lions. We are closing out today's show, ending our Monday Rewind with our What It Means segment, kind of taking this one game for Penn State and putting it into a larger perspective for the team. And uh, we talked a lot about last week about how uh, this season is probably going to be somewhat of a disappointment just because of the way Penn State has lost its games for the last uh, for in the last month here against Ohio State, Michigan State, and Michigan. Uh, and in the lead-up to Saturday's game, we mentioned that both of these teams have had a lot of letdowns this season. And uh, because this was a matchup of teams who last met in the Big Ten title game in 2016, as we discussed last week. And neither of them are getting to that game this year. And But they both hope to be. And it seemed, even a couple weeks into the season, that there was a very decent possibility that that would be the case. Um, but no, they both they both had three losses entering Saturday's game, and they neither of them had, I guess Wisconsin still had slightly had a chance to get to the Big Ten West title. That is gone now, of course. Um, but they both had plenty of disappointments in 2018, and it was a game for, it was kind of... I, it had a lot less meaning than a lot of people thought it would two months ago. That, I think that's a fair way to put it. Um, Wisconsin had completely failed up to live up to expectations. They were, in a year, they were a dark horse college football playoff pick. If you go back to 
the July and August predictions. A lot of people love Wisconsin because they had one of the nation's best running backs, a, a slight Heisman candidate. They had an offensive line that was probably going to produce a handful of NFL draft picks. And they were an always good team with an easy schedule and a division that how could they not win that division? So Wisconsin had with losses to Northwestern and BYU and Michigan had already kind of gotten rid of those hopes and they went from a top 10 team to unranked and it doesn't look like they'll, I mean, maybe if they win the next two games, they'll get back in the top 25, but not looking that likely. Uh, and then Penn State, on the other hand, uh, maybe they had a little less expectations. They weren't quite as highly ranked as Wisconsin in the first polls um, because they were a younger team with a tougher schedule, lost a lot of talent from last year, and, and Wisconsin lost a lot on defense, I'll, I'll say. But Penn State had some real notable losses, and they were placing a lot, and the expectations weren't quite as high, but they're still Penn State under James Franklin in the last couple of years have been a perennial top 10, top 15 team. And... The expectations went from, hmm, maybe this team's okay, to three quarters against Ohio State thinking, okay, this team's going to win the Big Ten. And obviously those expectations have changed again since then, uh, and they have had a letdown against Ohio State and another big letdown against Michigan State. And then last week they just got blown out and had this feeling of kind of embarrassment that the program hasn't had in two and plus two and a half seasons, really. So there were different feelings on, on both sides entering this game. And uh, Saturday was going to be another disappointment for one program. And maybe it could all get lumped together with uh, the whole season, but it was just going to be one more uh, sigh after it was all said and done. And things were going to get slightly more miserable for one fan base. And that didn't happen for Penn State. And that... <laughs> Again, it's not the bar. Not being disappointed is not the same as being excited about winning the Big Ten. Um, but Penn State had there. There were things that to like about Penn State's performance. There were some things not to like too. But just in terms of getting the win and Penn State having some really terrific performances from players who could be stars on the 2019 team or who could be great in the next couple of weeks. Um, it wasn't against a ranked team or one of the best teams in the Big Ten right now, but it was against a solid opponent, one who, again, has won the Big Ten West the last couple of years, and, and people always consider the best in that division. Uh, but Penn State was clearly the better team on, on Saturday, and even though they only won by 12, they outplayed Wisconsin like by a couple possessions. And it also kept the possibility of a 10-win season open, which is nice to have, and it was better than another letdown and just saying, just completely giving up on this team in its final two games against Rutgers and Maryland. So that was a good news for Penn State. And meanwhile, Wisconsin looks like it's a team that's going to go eight and four, seven and five or whatever, and go to the holiday bowl or something and not really have a ton to play for in the next couple of weeks. So Penn State's season is likely going to be remembered for his losses. That's just kind of the nature of college football. That's definitely the nature of college football when those losses come against your division rivals. Uh, but Saturday showed that they do have a lot of talent on this roster. And maybe some of that will carry over into next year where you won't have these same disappointments. 
it wasn't the greatest win in the world, and it's not something that's going to make a huge difference on the overall feeling of the season, but it doesn't add to the disappointment. And at this point, that's, that's a big win for this team coming off of what happened against Michigan the week before. So that's what we learned from Penn State's 22-10 win over Wisconsin on Saturday, and that will do it for this episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. Thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, if you've missed any of our shows last week, we obviously we talked about Michigan and Wisconsin a lot. We also previewed Penn State basketball a little bit on Friday's show. Uh, I recommend that you go back and check those out. You can get a fresh episode of Locked On Nittany Lions in your podcast inbox. If you subscribe to the show, we have new episodes coming out every weekday during the 2018 football season. So if you subscribe to the show, you can get a new episode each day. Also, uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, basically wherever you get your podcasts, you can find Locked On Nittany Lions. And uh, please leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts if you can. Really helps us out and helps other Penn State fans find the show. All right, we have plenty more to talk about about this game, and uh, we'll also start to look ahead to Rutgers later this week. So make sure you be on the lookout for those shows. I'll be back to talk to you on Tuesday. Have a good one.